Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball, this is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. Hello, welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. We've got a great podcast for you guys. We are going to be joined in segment number two by John Bullman. John does an absolutely tremendous job taking a look at this game that we all know and love of baseball over at CBS Sports. I know that he's a former player development guy over at the Toronto Blue Jays, so he does a great job doing a deep dive on the analytics. We're going to be taking a look at all angles of the World Series. If there's some player props that he is going to be taking a look at in the World Series, what has slash has not been working out for him in terms of handicapping the postseason, and so much more. So we're going to be getting some angles there here in segment number one because we really don't have a recap from yesterday because... You know what it is, we do not have any games that are going to be going on until Friday. I'm just going to give you a brief overview of what I'm taking a look at for both Game 1 and the series. I'll officially be doing my set picks and analysis on the podcast tomorrow, but I'll give you guys an overview right now of what I'm taking a look at. I've yet to do my DK Network right up pick for Game number 1, but we'll let you know where I'm leaning there. So we're going to go through this a little bit the next two days, just because it is a little bit of a slower time of year, and certainly... On days like this, it is where I get set for the upcoming college basketball season, kick back a little bit more and relax because most of the MLB handicapping, hey, is in the barn. We're down to two teams, two teams that we have seen for north of 170 games this year. So certainly have a big sample set there. And if you do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be up for those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at unit underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters M. Amy does not matter, so as per usual, please do send these in the timeline the other way. And it's fine, an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. And really did not get in any Twitter slash X questions today. Not going to do the touch them all sounder, but do want to give you guys where I'm taking a look at with regards to the series and game number one. I'm not going to give out anything like super-duper exotic in terms of props or anything like that. But right now you are seeing this series with regards to the price at between minus 170 to minus 185 with the Rangers between a plus 150 to a plus 160 with the Diamondbacks and I do think that if I really really had to bet the series 
I'd probably see a slight edge with the Diamondbacks because I do think that the Rangers, they should be the favorites with regards to the series. I would set them more around minus 150, maybe minus 155. I think we've gone just a little bit out of whack here because I still do have my question marks after you have Nathan Ovaldi and Jordan Montgomery going game number one and game number two. Brandon fought. I can't recall a pitcher that I've seen really be able to rise up and improve as much throughout a season as he's been able to. And this Diamondbacks bullpen is a little bit better, in my opinion, than that of the Texas Rangers. Certainly, you've got much more offensive firepower with the Rangers. With the Rangers, they've got a better home field advantage. As a matter of fact, the Diamondbacks actually scored fewer runs per game when they were at home rather than on the road. And I do find that to be of intrigue. The Diamondbacks pretty much had the same road record as the Rangers, but the Rangers, they did win 50-plus games in the regular season at home, so I do think that the Rangers should be a favorite, but if I really had to play the series price, especially getting a plus 160, I'd be looking at the Diamondbacks, but you guys know me, I'm not really too much of a futures player. This is not one that I really did dive in on, and it does sort of manifest itself with the way that I do take a look at game number one, and that is 941-942, like I said. Not doing the sounder, just because I do want to see how this line marinates overnight before I put in my set play, so I am certainly having a leaning with regards to the total, with regards to the side, starting to see a little bit of value on the Diamondbacks. As for the Diamondbacks, with Zach Allen on the mound, they're between plus 136 to a plus 152. Meanwhile, with regards to the Texas Rangers, you're finding them as low as a minus 154, as high as a minus 170. Most books have a total of 8, with the over between about minus 115 to a minus 120, and the under between even money to a minus 105. The straight 8.5, that is at circa, under is at minus 120. The over is at even money, and if I had to do a write-up and if I had to make picks right now, I would be going with the Diamondbacks because I would be willing to take a plus 148 or higher with them and somebody told it at 8.6. Right now where I'm leaning at with regards to the write-up is on the over just because with Zach Allen, he has not been the same pitcher when he has been on the road as he has been at home. Going into game number five of the NL Championship Series for Zach Allen, he had given up right around 1.6 walks, 0.6 home runs, Per nine innings, and that pretty much doubles on the road, more like 2.6 walks per nine innings, along with surrendering 1.2 home runs per nine innings going into that NLCS game number five. Gallon had a 247 home area that boosted up a little bit with a less than terrific performance out there, but a 449 ERA on the road going up against a Rangers team that they have averaged darn near six runs per game between the regular season and the postseason when they have been at home. It's a Rangers bunch that has absolutely pounded the tar out of the ball. They led the American League with regards to home runs on a per at-bat and a per-game basis when at home this season. If they really want to, the Texas Rangers can throw out their starting lineup in which you've got all but one guy that hit at least a 258 with regards to the regular season with that lone guy that did not, that'd be Adolis Garcia. And Adolis Garcia, yeah, he had 39 home runs, north of 100 RBI during the regular season. Flip side for the Arizona Diamondbacks, you did get quite a bit of production out of the bottom of the fold. I do have my question marks as to if that's going to be continuing. Alec Thomas, he had home runs in back-to-back games. I believe it was game five and game six that he was able to do so for the Diamondbacks. He's got four here in the postseason. That actually leads the Diamondbacks in. What I think is really going to be an X-factor, what are you going to be able to get out of Christian Walker? Because he's actually done a good job with regards to his on-base percentage. He just hasn't necessarily 
been able to give you a lot of pop here in the postseason during the regular season. He led the way with 33 home runs, and then you've got Corbin Carroll, Keitel Marte, along Florida Scurriel, all had between 24 and 25 home runs during the regular season. Here in the postseason, you've had these guys all pretty much give you two home runs with regards to Corbin Carroll, 395 on base. He's been solid. Keitel Marte, not drawing a lot of walks, but he's made a bit of 358. That's been by far the best mark for the Arizona Diamondbacks. You do, though, need more out of some of these guys like Emmanuel Rivera, Evan Longoria, Walker, I mentioned before, all hitting a buck 80 or lower here in the playoffs. So Gabriel Moreno, he's been able to rise up. And with regards to this Arizona Diamondbacks team, I was alluding to it a little bit before when I was talking about the series price. I do think that they've got an advantage in the bullpen. They picked up Paul Sewell at the trade deadline, and Andrew Saul Frank has been very solid out of this bullpen as well. For Saul Frank, he has given up a career of three runs, two of which were earned between the regular season and the postseason, 13 and two-thirds innings. He has been a breath of fresh air for the team. Now, he has been having his command issues here in the postseason. That is certainly something that you do want to be noting. He's a little bit more of a situational reliever, but you just don't have those guys with the Texas Rangers. They've had to piecemeal things together with guys like Andrew Keeney, Dane Dunning coming out of the bullpen as super relievers. Wouldn't be surprised if you see John Gray maybe in a little bit of that role as well. Chris Stratton has been okay, but and you've got Jose LeClerc, you've got Aroldis Chapman, and that's about it. And in terms of the projected starter for the Texas Rangers and Nathan Avaldi, I was thinking at first it was going to be Jordan Montgomery. And heck, in the earlier part of this breakdown, I might have said Jordan Montgomery. If I do, I apologize just because I assumed that because he pitched game one of pretty much all of their other series that he was going to be going. But they did flip, and they've got Nathan Avaldi going in this game, which I do think is a correct move. And as a result, I did set the Rangers more around about a minus 144 instead of a minus 148, because I do think that Avaldi just a hair of a downgrade to Jordan Montgomery, even though Montgomery did have to pitch in a game number seven in relief. And I do think that it is a correct move that the Rangers have made with Avaldi going in game number one. And we're going to be talking about that with John Bowman in segment number two, just the way that it does throw off a pitcher's preparation the way that it just has them as a little bit of fish out of water in general. But with Nathan Avaldi, it's been so striking to take a look at him because in the month of September, this guy was just absolutely awful. He had north of a 9 ERA. He just could not find the zone. It looked like he was just not able to come back from injury. And he has gone out here four times in the postseason. Three runs of fear surrendered in all these starts. He's had seven plus punch outs in three out of his four starts. They give up a pair of home runs in his pair of starts against Houston Astros, but all in all was able to hold down the fort. But I do think that with Nathan Ivaldi, you still have to have a little bit of trepidation with him for Nathan Ivaldi. He's been able to do a relatively solid job both at home and on the road. You don't have any sort of like dramatic splits or anything like that, though I will say during the regular season, he actually had a little bit of a higher ERA at home rather than on the road. That leads into a little bit more of the Rangers home and road splits as well. This has been very much a hitter's ballpark, so that's a big reason why. If I had to do it right now, my write-up would be on the over, even at an 85 I'd be taking a look at the over in this spot, so especially if we can have eights pretty much across the board like I'm seeing right now in the AM, I will be writing up that over and at a now plus 145 or higher. I was needing a plus 149 a little bit before when I was expecting Montgomery. Now with it being a Valdi at a plus 145 or higher, I would be taking a look at the Arizona Diamondbacks on the money line as well. Initial thoughts there, I'll be giving you guys my set breakdown, my set picks and analysis for game number one on the podcast tomorrow, but that's where I'm 
sort of leaning with regards to this World Series game number one as of right now. And coming up next, we are going to be getting a nice breakdown of the World Series with John Bowman. He worked in the Toronto Blue Jays organization for a few years. He does amazing work over at CBS Sports, and he's going to be giving us some intel, some of the player props he might be taking a look at, and just the way that he views this World Series next, right here on the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that's not widely seen or available to help you beat the bookmaker. Specializing in NBA, college basketball, and WNBA, your first week is always free. Get started at SBIA1.com today. Breaking down every game, every day in Major League Baseball. This is the Baseball Betting Show. Here is your host, Greg Peterson. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Show with myself, Greg Peterson, now part of the Visa Family Podcast. It is always great to be joined by this man as John Bullman. He does absolutely tremendous work as an MLB analyst over at CBS Sports. I know he's a former player development and high performance guru over at the Toronto Blue Jays. He does absolutely excellent work taking a look at the game of baseball from so many fronts, from the analytics standpoint to the betting standpoint to just see what we see on the field standpoint. John has been doing a great job all season long, and you're able to follow him on Twitter slash X at John Bowman, the number 11. That last name is spelled B-O-L-L-M-A-N, and I always feel like I have to say this. It's an H on John. There's J-O-N and there's J-O-H-N, so want to make sure that people are going to the correct John Bowman, and it's great to have you aboard, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. Appreciate the introduction, and always happy to talk some baseball, so I'm excited to get into it. I'm excited, too, as well, and I am excited for the World Series. I know that some people have been talking about, uh, this is not going to be the world's greatest rated World Series and everything like that, but you know what? Whether one person tunes in or one billion people tune in, there's always money to be made on these games, and how do you take a look at this World Series? Because you do have an Arizona Diamondbacks team that, I mean, they were a mid-tier offense during the regular season, to say the least. Meanwhile, you've got a Texas Rangers team that, as we know, they've been all gas, no breaks with regards to the hitting with the pitching. It's been a little bit more suspect with them. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question, right? Because, I mean, if you asked me before the season, I definitely wouldn't have told you that these would be the two teams in the World Series. So these are two kind of new good teams in a sense. So it's interesting to kind of get to learn them, what players are going to play well in big moments and in big games. I mean, the Rangers have the starting pitching advantage, in my uh, opinion, the starting pitching advantage with Nathan Eovaldi, Jordan Montgomery, Max Scherzer. And then it can really go Dane Dunning, Andrew Heaney, really whatever they want in game four. On the Diamondbacks, you have Zach Gallen, Merrill Kelly, and Brandon Fott. But then they don't have a fourth guy. They went with a bullpen game in the NLCS. So it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out in the World Series, considering they're likely to go with a bullpen game again in that fourth game. That being said, the Rangers definitely don't have the bullpen advantage. The Diamondbacks' bullpen has been unbelievable this postseason, especially their top two in Kevin Ginkle, Paul Seawald. The Rangers have had a solid top two, and if you're including Josh Sabors and Jose Leclerc, not as much old as Chapman, but those guys aren't nearly as reliable either. So I think it's going to be an interesting World Series. Like you said, the Rangers have the lineup advantage as well. 
So I would probably lean the Rangers overall, but it's about one set minus one seventy in places that I'm seeing. I don't know if it's worth that juice. Yeah, I'm right there with you. As joining me on the show, we do have John Bowman who does tremendous work over at CBS Sports. And I was saying this in the first segment. Certainly the Texas Rangers, I feel like they should have an advantage. And personally, if I were to line out this World Series, I'd probably have it for the entirety of the World Series. Like Minus 140, minus 145. I think that once you get to the plus 150 or greater number, that's where the value comes in on the Arizona Diamondbacks because you mentioned the bullpen being good with the Arizona Diamondbacks, but I even took a look at the month of September. They were actually third in the big leagues with regards to bullpen ERA in that month as well. And I think that that's really the one place where the Diamondbacks shine is in the bullpen. And though the Arizona Diamondbacks have a big question mark in game number four, I think what you're able to get out of Max Scherzer in game three and how the Rangers structure their game number four as well, that's going to be a big question mark as well. I love that you brought up that point, how good the Diamondbacks bullpen was in September, because a lot of people didn't realize that. You know, they kind of thought that this was the Diamondbacks bullpen of June, July, that really was one of the worst in the league for a very long time. But they really turned it around in September. They were one of the top five bullpens in the league, as you said. And then we've seen it come to fruition in the playoffs as well. They've got so many options that they can go to right now. And then you've got those back two that are just so solid and you can really trust them. So the Diamondbacks bullpen is very interesting. I think that would end up being the key to this series, but I agree with you. I think it should be priced around minus 140. I just don't know how you can get that high of a number in a world series. It also gives an opportunity for an arbitrage spot, right? To play the plus money and then see if the Diamondbacks could go up one zero and take your winnings at both plus monies there. Yep, and I do think that that's such an interesting point that you bring up because it is going to be indeed Zach Allen who's on the bump for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And game one of the World Series is priced a little bit more moderately than the series price, but I mean, it's not too far off with the Diamondbacks. You're able to find, if you search out there, as high as about a plus 152, currently seeing that out here in Las Vegas at the South Point, as well as a plus 136. Meanwhile, with the Rangers, more in that neighborhood, about a minus 154 is what I'm seeing at Circa. I'm seeing as high as a minus 170 out there as well. And with Zach Allen, he clearly has not been the same pitcher home to road this season. I don't think that there's any mistake in there, but especially that plus 150 number that I'm seeing out there, when you get to that sort of point with a guy that, let's remind people, he was actually the National League starter in the All-Star game this year. I feel like that's a good spot to be able to take a plus 150 or so. Yeah, and I think the other thing we have to realize is the Rangers didn't win a home game last series. <laughs> they won <laughs> all four games on the road to win that series, so we can't overlook how the Rangers have been playing at home. I think the Diamondbacks win at least one of these two games on the road to start the World Series. So if you play both of them at plus money and they're likely to be around the same spot, then you could come out profitable as long as you win one of the two. Absolutely. And John, I do think that it is interesting to take a look at the total in this one as well, because in most places I'm seeing eight. There's one straight eight and a half currently at Circa, but I mean, we were talking about with the Texas Rangers. This team has been absolutely ripping the tar out of the ball all season long when they've been at home. Meanwhile, on the road, it's been a little bit more suspect. And what I find to be striking about the Arizona Diamondbacks as well, they actually scored more runs on the road this year rather than at home. And I do feel like in game one and game two, we could be seeing a pair of overs and then the offense be a little bit more surprised when it comes back to Arizona. Yeah, and that's so interesting, right? Because Chase Field is usually known as a launching pad and you know, plenty of runs are scored. They obviously brought the humidor there for a reason. One would think that the Diamondbacks would be scoring a lot more runs at home, but like you said, that's just not how it's been. I would actually lean the under in the game one, mainly because all these relievers are coming off, what, two, three days of rest. So 
they can come in, they can go multiple innings if they need to. The managers also know that it's just this two game period and then they'll have another off day, right? It's not that three days in a row middle stretch where you kind of have to worry about how you're using your bullpen, especially when one of those games is a bullpen day. I also think there's a bit of a feeling out period in these types of games, very beginning. I think we'll see some aggressive hitters. I don't think we'll see them taking all these pitches, getting on base necessarily. These starters have just been so dominant on both sides. So I would probably lean on the under mainly because of that that uh, rest period. Yes, I do think that leaning on the under when it comes back to Arizona, that's going to be helpful a little bit as well. And I do think that that is going to be so interesting to take a look at that dynamic as well with regards to some of these home and road splits because you mentioned it before as well. We did not see a single home game be won by the Texas Rangers as joining me on the show. We do have John Bowman. He does absolutely tremendous work over at CBS Sports. And I do find it to be a little bit striking as well that with regards to what we're going to be seeing in game number one, that the Rangers, it does look like they're going to be going with Nathan Ovaldi instead of Jordan Montgomery. And I do think that that's the right move as well, because with regards to Jordan Montgomery, we did see him have to come in in relief in game number seven, which I thought was the correct move. You've got to do everything humanly possible to be able to make it to the World Series. And when it came down to that situation, I thought that it was the right move just because you didn't know that the Texas Rangers were going to be able to just rip the tar on the ball, be able to get nine plus runs up on the board. He was brought in when it was more like a three to one style game. But I look at the way that Nathan Ovaldi has been pitching in general, and I've been very impressed by him. Yeah, I completely agree with the Montgomery move. He really shut them down. And the thing is, the Astros weren't hitting him well in the first place. So there's kind of like a deflating feeling when you see a guy like that come in. So I definitely think that was a good move. It's also a good move when you know that you have a guy like Nathan Eovaldi who can come in and pitch game one. And I believe he'd be pitching on normal rest if he goes in game one, but he hasn't pitched a normal rest in his past couple playoff games. And then he's been working back from an injury, but I don't think that's going to affect him. This guy's a dog in the playoffs. He absolutely shoves. It's unbelievable because he attacks the zone so much too. He's ends up kind of being the perfect playoff pitcher because in the playoffs, you're not going to see what four, five, six hits strung together, right? You've kind of got to go all in with a home run ball or hope to get some base runners in terms of walks and then drive them all in. So I think Nathan Eovaldi is the perfect pitcher there. I think he's going to pitch extremely well in this series. Yep. And that is going to set up Merrill Kelly versus Jordan Montgomery. You have to think in game number two as well. And is there a little bit of a fear? Because I did mention it. I do think that having Jordan Montgomery come out in that game number seven, it was the correct move. But do you think that that could have some lingering effects? Because we have seen it from time to time where a starting pitcher, they have to come in in relief in like a closeout game scenario. We saw it with Max Scherzer of the LA Dodgers a few years ago where he had to close out that game against the San Francisco Giants. They had to then bring him back. And then we saw in that same postseason, that just mindless Julio Arias spot where they trot him out there. I think it was in game two against the Atlanta Braves. That, in my opinion, was such a bad move. And that that was the beginning of the end for the LA Dodgers. But is there any fear that perhaps because Jordan Montgomery was a little bit of fish out of water, having to come in in relief in that game number seven, that he might have some things just thrown off a little bit for that game number two start that we're figuring that we're going to get? Yeah, I mean, 100%. Baseball players in general, and especially pitchers, are creatures of habit, right? These pitchers are on that routine of four days, five days off, and then you pitch. So when you mess with that, it can definitely 
affect you, especially because you don't really know how to react to it. I think I saw something that was like Jordan Montgomery's second leaf appearance, but yeah, something like that happens. And obviously there's also the adrenaline. The thing is some teams treat it like a side day, right? Or some players treat it like it's just throwing the side in the game, but we know it's not like that. The adrenaline's flowing. These guys are into it, you know, full uni, they're sweating. It's a lot more than a side day. So it's a great point that could definitely have an effect on him in game two. Yep. I am right there with you as John Bullman, who does tremendous work over at CBS Sports is joining me right here on the Baseball Betting Show. And John, I know you've been doing a great job looking at all fronts of baseball this season. And certainly we don't have as many like player props up as we record this podcast. Those are going to be certainly up much more when it comes to late Thursday into early Friday. But have there been any player props in general that you've been taking a look at? It could be between the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. It could be just teams that you've been taking a look at that have already been eliminated in general, just things that you've been looking at in the postseason in terms of props that have been cashing that you might be taking a look at for this World Series. Yeah, 100%. I mean, unfortunately, the most profitable prop that I've been playing this postseason was the Johan Rojas under 0.5 total bases. <laughs> and unfortunately, the Phillies aren't in the World Series, so we're not going to be able to ride that anymore. But there are some players in the Rangers Diamondbacks and some specific uh, plays that I really like. For example, Evan Carter on the Rangers is over 0.5 total bases. I believe he has a hit in something like seven straight games now. He only doesn't have a hit in one of his playoff games. He was also moved up in the order to batting third, so he's going to get more at-bats there. So that's probably going to be juicy, but it's probably still going to be at 0.5, and I think that's still worth it because of the clip that he's hitting it at. Another good one that I've been following is Gabriel Moreno. His over either 0.5 total bases or one and a half. I mean, it was up to plus 165 in the last game when I played it, and he had two singles. Thing to look out for for Gabriel Moreno, he hits 350 against lefties, but only about 230 against righties. So when he's going up against, say, your Jordan Montgomery's, that's when you really want to play him and look for that one and a half at plus money. A couple other ones, Evan Longoria, I believe he's won for his last 22. I've been playing his under 0.5 total bases. Some days it's been juicy, but he's also been getting pinch hit for. So if he's only going to have two to three at bats instead of his normal three to four at bats a game, then that's great value there. And same idea with Emmanuel Rivera, I'll say for the Jordan Montgomery game, he's probably going to start instead of Alec Thomas and get pinch hit for as soon as Jordan Montgomery is out of the game. So you're only going to get two to three at bats out of Emmanuel Rivera in that game. I love that under total base prop. And then I think the easiest one is Kettle Marte over one and a half hits runs RBIs is another go-to. I mean, he has a hit in every single postseason game this playoffs. That alone is unbelievable. I think he's only missed that prop two or three times. Kettle Marte, I mean, he won the MVP. He's been one of the most impressive guys in this playoffs. Yeah, he's been hitting above a 350, and we shall see what we get out of Corbin Carroll as well, because he was quite silent towards the early part of that Philadelphia Phillies series, but we saw in Game 7 how instrumental he was, and every single time that guy gets on base, he's always a threat to be able to steal a bag. He had 45-plus steals during the regular season here in the postseason. They put him in motion a lot, and I don't think he's been caught here in the postseason, so he's been doing a tremendous job there, just like you, John. I've been doing a tremendous job on the baseball front all season long. You do tremendous work over at CBS Sports. You do a great job taking a look at the analytics. You take a look at the betting front very well as well. You take a look at just everything that we're getting involving this great game that we all know and love. So let the good people at home know it's all on tap for you and how people are able to follow along on social media and other platforms. Yeah, no, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Uh, at John Bowman 11 on Twitter, as you mentioned, apparently there are 10 other John Bowmans on Twitter. So <laughs> I had to go with number 11. But yeah, thank you for having me on, man. I- I'm always down to talk some baseball. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. 
absolutely. John is a great mind when it comes to taking a look at the game of baseball. Is able to do it in so many different fronts. And it was great to be able to get him on the podcast today. Big thanks to John for joining me on the Baseball Betting Show. And if you do like hearing from his fine podcast, Baseball Betting Show, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And if you have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GNN underscore D1 slash X timeline. Keep in mind, letters DM. Maybe it does not matter. As per usual, please just send these into the timeline. Other ways, find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire whatever you'd like here on this podcast. Buy that five star review. A little bit of a different show today just because we just don't have a game tomorrow. We didn't have a game that went on on Wednesday. So, did do this in a little bit of different order, but I always appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll have full picks and analysis for game number one of the World Series tomorrow, and I'm with you guys every single day until a World Series champion is crowned, so I appreciate you tuning in today, and I'll be back with you once again tomorrow. Thank you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.